0: Welcome to Empower Central, the podcast of Central Christian School. I'm your host, Kristen Perona, and here for episode 18, we have our school counselor, Val Hubbard, and our school nurse, Director of Health and Wellness, Amanda Robert, with us. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. And I know we just had Val and Amanda on our podcast recently, but we wanted to bring them back today in light of current events, not only here in St. Louis and in the U.S., but around the world in regards to coronavirus. And we're here today um, to kind of sift through what information you actually do need to know, um, what's important for you as a parent and also as just an individual, but especially in relation to how you dialogue about this with your children. And so we also wanted to turn to Val Hubbard toward the second half of our episode and dialogue about how to start that conversation, what to say, what not to say. And I would like to start us out as a representative from Central Christian School, just saying that we believe very much that God is on the throne. We believe that he is our protector, that he is our provider, that he is our healer. And here at our school, we are leaning into that truth. We are communicating that to our parent community. Our interim head of school, Noah Brink, has published a couple of emails and he continues to remind our parent community that we do need to look to the Lord and none of this is a surprise to him. We have communicated that to our students on an individual level as well as with entire classes and that is the stance that we are taking at the same time we are wanting to be educated we are wanting to be wise and discerning and later this afternoon the day that we're recording this we actually are having a teacher meeting about how to have those conversations with students in your classroom but i am so grateful that we have this platform and we can come together as a community this way amanda would you start us off and specifically i would just love to know um, what you think our parents and members of our community need to know about the coronavirus here today it used to be where we were searching for information and now it's almost like we have so much information we're not quite sure how to sift through it will you tell us what's really important for us today
1: yeah so um i think i i'll take where you left off with the amount of information that we're gathering i think one of the biggest pieces that any parent can do Um, since we're definitely encouraging all of our students to talk first to their parents, um, is to make sure that the parents are aware of where they're getting their their information. So um, I would really encourage everyone to look at Centers for Disease Control, look at the St. Louis County Health Department, look at the World Health Organization, um, reputable sources that are gonna be at the front line really finding out as much as we can about this new coronavirus. Um, and, and if you can, avoid social media, um, mm-hmm. even possibly avoid some other news outlets because there's a lot of, I mean, obviously everybody wants ratings and they want their, um, they want people to tune in. So yes. if they're doing a lot of their information based on getting everyone hyped up, then it may not be quite as reliable. So that would probably be number one for me. So
0: definitely go to the
1: experts. Go to the experts. Um, we also have a St. Louis County um, specific stlcorona.com com. So they're loading everything up that you need to know about St. Louis. Um, So it's not even just broad to the CDC's level, but down to St. Louis level. And
0: listeners, we're going to include live links to all of the things that Amanda and Val are referencing, and they'll be in the notes for this podcast episode. Perfect.
1: Um, Beyond that, probably much of what everybody already knows, so it might be a little bit of a review, but just in case, um, really looking at what is coronavirus. So coronaviruses are a large family of viruses. They typically cause mild respiratory illnesses, and this most recent COVID-19 is the newly identified coronavirus that originated in Wuhan, China in December of 2019. Um, For the most part, this coronavirus strand is is really looking a lot like the other coronaviruses, so causing a fever, cough, maybe a shortness of breath, a little bit of difficulty breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, it looks like it's being, it's mostly transmitted by direct contact with someone who has the symptoms via droplet. So, meaning they've sneezed or they've coughed somewhere in your space. Um, it's not clear right now if the virus is transmitted by touching a surface with the virus and then touching your eyes, your nose, your mouth. And there's no evidence that the virus can be transmitted um, by someone who doesn't have the symptoms. So, just because they've been. Exposed to someone who has it. There's no evidence right now that that person is actually spreading it gotcha. if they're not symptomatic. Okay. That's good for us to know. Yeah. In yeah. <laughs> um, for our our benefit here at school, we're looking at what's the best way to prevent it from spreading. So number one, and this goes along with any other kind of virus that you might have if you have a fever, so a temperature above 100, you need to keep your kiddo home. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to stay home for 24 hours without the help of any kind of fever-reducing medicines like Tylenol or ibuprofen, really because that body is working on fighting off the germs, and during that time, they're most likely to be contagious. So if there's a fever, keep your kiddo home. And second on that list, for my end, since I really want to keep on tracking illnesses, and I specifically would like to keep track of the COVID-19 if we start to see that, um, is to call me or email me. Let me know if your child is home sick, because it's real tough for me to see other symptoms popping up in different students around the building if I don't have some history behind it. So it helps me to just... Keep everyone as healthy as possible
0: and you always do that you're yes. always requesting yes. that because Please. you in your role you track health trends here at our school and mm-hmm. among our student body. so this kind of just falls in line with what you yeah. typically
1: do that's exactly right yes i love it <laughs> um beyond that we're encouraging our kids and all of the community really wash your hands wash your hands for a full 20 seconds and really set that clock and see what those 20 seconds feel like because it's it's a lot longer than what you think at first if you just go and kind of scrub a bit so really good hand washing um, if you don't have uh, an opportunity to go wash your hands with soap and water, hand sanitizer is the very next best bet. Um, really try to avoid touching your eyes, your nose, and your mouth with unclean hands. Mm-hmm. Cover your coughs and your sneezes, whether it's in your elbow or in a tissue. Just make sure if it is in a tissue, you wash your hands right after. Mm-hmm. Um This would be another something that's really good for us to remember to tell our kids. Don't share food and drinks. We typically discourage that anyway here, but just so that they hear it again. Snack time, don't trade, don't share, eat your own food. Yeah,
0: don't share water bottles. No, no bottles. Yes,
1: I would love that. (laughs) Um, Of course, avoid close contact with someone who is sick. So if somebody's sick, just don't get into their space. Okay. Um, And then even while this isn't in keeping specifically with coronavirus, I still would encourage anybody who's not yet gotten the flu vaccine To go and get it. Um, We're still within that season, and it's still another something that's going to train your body for how to fight off something that's also really, really impactful and damaging to our systems if, if we're not equipped to handle it. So moving on, uh, what to do if you are exposed to someone who's diagnosed with COVID-19. So this particular piece of information, this could change. So this is as of today. What are we at? March 11th? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, As of today, things change all the time. So if the (laughs) CDC recommends something different, of course, follow their lead. But for right now, if you have no symptoms, but you've been exposed to someone who has been diagnosed with COVID-19, you need to self-quarantine for 14 days. Don't go out in public. Don't go out on any buses or taxis or any other shared rides, um, stay home. Stay home and just watch yourself for those 14 days. Um, make sure that you're well before you go out. If you do have symptoms and you've been exposed to someone with COVID-19, I'd like you to call your doctor first. Give them a call before you do anything. Um, this would also be another good time if you're unsure to call our St. Louis County COVID-19 hotline. Okay. Would you like the number? Yeah. Will you please mm-hmm. state that? 314 615 2660. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then again, call or email me. Let me know if something like this is going on with your family. It's great for us to keep track. Um, and I'll repeat it just like anything else. Whenever a family shares with me that their child is sick with anything, it's all confidential. The only thing okay. I share with the Thank teachers you. is that someone is sick and they need to be home, but they don't know why. They don't need to know why. Um, The only time I share any information, of course, if I need to talk to the local health department, I will. Um, And if they're requesting the name for other reasons, that's still going to remain confidential. So don't be afraid to give me a call.
0: Excellent.
1: Um, As far as spring break goes, a lot of people are taking some trips. Um, If you do have a plan to travel to a country that's designated as a COVID-19 warning level three, then you do need to right now, per CDC requirements, quarantine for 14 days after the last day of your visit to that country or the last day that country was signified as a level three, whichever one comes, um, comes first. Uh, as far as other travel goes, of course, I just encourage you to do the same good hand washing, Mm -hmm. all the, all the routines. Um, but you should be just fine to come right back. If anything changes in another area of our country is designated as something different per CDC, well then obviously we'll look at self quarantine at that point. Um, and I think that's, the biggest stuff that I have to say, the other piece of it that goes along with making sure that you have the best information, we're listening to our kids talk to us a little bit about what they're seeing. And um, something that's really important for us to remember is if we've got friends who are Asian, that they are not more or less likely to have any contact with coronavirus or COVID-19. Um, Absolutely. And to be sure that we're honoring them in our relationships with them and... Absolutely not viewing that any differently. Absolutely. I appreciate you mentioning that, and that's something for all of us to remember, but
0: especially for our kids. Yeah. Thank you. So Val, as as parents begin to embark on this topic with their kids, what advice do you have in regards to what to say, what not to say, Um, what wisdom can you share with our parents?
2: I think the most important part is to be educated. Um, So, just combing over um, all this information that's just been given by Amanda and what's um, out there first, sorry, with the CDC, it's important to know what you're talking about before you approach trying mm-hmm. to talk to your kids about it because kids are discerning mm-hmm. and so there are things that happen that are scary and because we don't want them to be scared we just say don't be scared it's okay but they are going to be going to the airport they will see people in masks mm-hmm. maybe full body suits mm-hmm. and so to tell them that it's nothing it messes with their trust in us right so we want to figure out what is the truth that is truth but that is appropriate for their age and their reality. Mm-hmm. And so I think based on where you're traveling to and what you've seen on the news about those areas, if there are a lot of people in the airports that are kind of draped in masks and if they need to wear a mask because of their own maybe um, uh, health issues, mm-hmm. you have to educate them as to why, that we're using it as a protective barrier and that this is this is not... Um, something that's normal, it's not. This is something unexpected. So naming that is unexpected, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, this is different. We're Mm -hmm. traveling in a different way. We're Mm -hmm. seeing different things than we usually see. But with this information that we have, we're going to follow these steps and make sure that we are as safe as possible and that we are safe with other people in our community mm-hmm. until we're told that it's not safe to travel. So for us and our family, it's okay for us to go to and you know insert your location. Mm-hmm. Tell them those things because they need to know the truth about it so that they can find some form of peace. I had a little one come to me this week and he was talking about how when he found out that the, the virus was in the area, In his mind's eye, he saw that like a cloud that was moving through the community. Mm -hmm. So not a person that's carrying something, but like something because they watch cartoons, they see movies. And so they're thinking of the plagues, you know, so they're in their mind. You don't even know how they're conceptualizing what we're already saying. Yes. So it's really important to ask them questions like, what What are you scared of? What are you thinking in your mind when you think about it? What are you most worried about? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we don't approach those questions because we don't feel like we have the mm-hmm. answers and because <laughs> we can't tell them, oh, no, everything's fine. We right. can't tell them that here. Right. Right. Everything's not fine, but everything is not horrible either, and God is sovereign, and he's on the throne. And what I talk to our older kids about is how, the after all of the things that Amanda's just said, and in addition to those, I guess I should say, mm-hmm. the most important thing is that we... Remember, we are gods. He is sovereign. So we need to be praying for our country, Mm -hmm. praying for our travels, praying for our industries, businesses. Mm -hmm. We need to be praying because he is sovereign over this. And he hears us when we pray to him. So Mm -hmm. praying with your kids about this actually lessens the anxiety around it because you're entering into prayer over this topic before a holy God, the one that really can mm-hmm. make this all go away in a snap, right? Mm-hmm. He is the one. So if we just can come together around even the fear, yes. I think that really will help our children feel like they're not alone. Yes, mm-hmm. um, get information that they need as to things that we can do, but then also that we, you know, we're living in a different world for this moment, and yes. they need to they need to hear us as adults name that.
0: Yes, that's just where we are right mm-hmm. now. And I think it also is going to give our children whether we're ready for it or not, this will give our children an opportunity to see our own faith in Christ modeled, mm-hmm, absolutely. that they will be watching, and watching how mom or dad respond. Yes. And that, like you said, together we can come as a group, as yes. a family, as a unit, and come before the Father. And I, I think that our kids are going to remember this time. Yes. I think they're going to remember how mom and dad responded and how we as a family look to the lord or Mm -hmm. as we cave to anxiety you know so i appreciate you both i know that you're both really busy especially in light of everything that's going on but amanda and val um, the powerhouse team here at central (laughs) so grateful to have a full-time director of health and wellness and a Mm -hmm. full-time school counselor we're deeply grateful for the work that you do here and i thank you so much for your wisdom Thank thank you